John, do you have one more name over there? That's all I need, John, to get through this hour a day is just one more name. Do you have one, John? And that John? one more name, Bob Barker, is Joy Rash. Did he say Joy Rash? Come on down. You're the next contestant on the price. Joy Rash or STP? Joy in our lives Bob's here. Now, the next item up for bids is on the turntable, and it's a turning. A new dishwasher. From Thermidor Waste King, a dishwasher with complete cycle selection, including a 30-minute short wash and powerful steam cycles, stainless steel interior, too, and performance counts, Thermidor Waste King. And to the winner of this dishwasher goes a supply of Electrosol. Removes tough food soils. Your dishwasher's like... Hey, the producers know you get fucked up when you come out here, Johnny. I should like to have your bid, Joy. $475. And here is Angelique. $425. And now Albert. $495, Bob. $495. I got this shit in the bag. The actual retail price of the prize is $645. And Albert, you did it. Now that you finally did something yeah. right, you have a chance to recoup the losses up there in Las Vegas. Hey, motherfucker, you've been talking to Well, let's this. see what we have for him. What is the prize for him? Johnny, get your face out of the bourbon. An exciting trip to Japan. Hey, Bob, you think you can do me a solid and not bring him a gambling problem on national TV? We've Fuckers. had two of your round-trip fair coats from Los Angeles to Tokyo, Japan for a six-night stay at the famous new Otani Hotel and Tower. A Sheraton referral hotel. You'll hey, Bob, would you mind telling me where the fuck I'm going? Because John Boy there's like fucking plastic. Tony Hotel and Tower in Tokyo. It's a prize package worth $3,605. Yes, Albert. Yeah, that's Johnny Bartab down at Formosa. You're going to play pick a pair. Now, to win this game, you have to pick a pair of products that have the same price, and you win the prize. No shit. Now, what I want you to do is to look them over, as Johnny describes them, right keeping in. in mind that there are three sets of two prizes each that have That'd the same six. price. Do you understand? I got it. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, do you do much shopping? Well, yeah, I need shit. Then these products are the type of thing you buy all yeah, the time. you're a genius. Why don't you have dipshit tell me about John, it? John, you tell my bachelor friend about these products. Bachelor? A pleasure, Bob. Too gay. Sunshine Extra Moist California Raisins in a double-sealed box to keep them fresh. There's something good under the sun. Sunshine Raisins. Rehab. Sue Honey for the table. All-natural Sue Honey and ready-to-use dispensers. No artificial or synthetic ingredients in Sue Honey. Your complexion jello. Artmatic Protein Mascara, long-lasting, waterproof, thickens lashes, dries instantly. Artmatic, the art of beauty made affordable. It smell like gin. A real taste treat. Giant size Hershey's Crackle, crisp rice and real milk chocolate. Giant size Hershey's Crackle from the Hershey Chocolate Company. Sorry, I didn't get that. What'd you say? Coles frozen garlic bread with freshness frozen in and no added preservative. Just minutes from the freezer Stop to the it. table. Coles frozen garlic bread and. Carol Shelby's Original Texas Chili. Good eating, it's in the bag. Carol Shelby's Original Texas Chili. You left that Jim Beaton, you drunk motherfucker. Okay, now, which one of these products do you want to start with, Albert? I'm from Oklahoma, I'll go with the chili. The chili, all right, that chili will be around here any moment. Anything you want to say as we wait for it? I mean, did you bang Diane? I know it's Oh, no, yeah, nothing to say. No, Here's no, the no, chili. No, I, I know. Could I ask? <laughs> How much is that chili? That chili is $1.59. Uh, now, if you can pick out another product uh -huh. that's $1.59, 
we will give you a trip to Japan. I love Asian chicks. They got tight little. Shit, let's go with the garlic bread. You're going to go with that bread, are you? Don't make me repeat myself. How much is that bread? That bread is a dollar nineteen. Do you know which one of them is a dollar fifty-nine? Not the raisins. The raisins are a dollar fifty-nine. Do you know how I know they're dollar fifty-nine? Because you're a dick. Because we've got to do something about these cards. Bring that back here. That raisin. You're getting my fucking raisins. Oh wait a minute. What am I doing? The game's not over. Asshole. The game's not over. No. I'm well aware of that. The game. I tell you what. I think you have a good chance of winning this game, Albert. I'm gonna win, bitch. I'm gonna. <laughs> you fucking drunk ass. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm here all week. Yeah, I'm going Damn. I'm going to make this a happy new year for you, Albert. This is going to be easy. Tell you what I'm going to do. Now. I'm waiting. Don't stand there and laugh at me. I'm making a fool of myself, Albert. I've been here for all these years playing this game. You know it well enough. You knew I was goofing. Why didn't you stop me there? I didn't give a shit. I was going to tell them about the props. I'll tell them about them in a minute. But now, Albert, as you know, you can keep the chili at a dollar fifty-nine, yeah. or you can keep the bread at a dollar nineteen, and try to pick a. What are you shaking your head about? I don't want the fucking Which bread. Which one are you going to keep? I'm going to stick a chili up your ass. I'm going to keep the chili at a dollar fifty-nine. Third time, yeah. Now, that comes as a big surprise to me. Like Diane's now, penis. What else do you want? What else do you think's a dollar fifty? The raisins, asshole. <laughs> raisins. Well, now. He didn't, he didn't notice this, but I did. As these things go around, we've got to do something about these cards. They hang out here so far. You can look right in there and see $1.59, see? Hey, drunk Johnny, get your ass up. I'm going to Japan. He's right. You win. Pack your bags, huh? Oh, Miss Lucy, dead and gone. Left me yet a week and more. Green Sally up, a green Sally down. Last gun start, got to tell the ground. Green Sally up. Folks, that is a lifestyle fucking choice. <laughs> Welcome to a fun day Monday in the Stan the Joke Man show. Stan the Joke Man talking. How the hell are you fine folks out there? Hope you had a great weekend. It's going to be a hot sun bitch here in Oklahoma this week. I mean, every freaking day, all week, sunny and 100, sunny and 100, sunny and a, I, yeah. I watered like hell this year, not with sprinklers. I mean, I literally went out and targeted my watering. I did target watering, and I'm no green thumb, but I've moved the soil around on this property so much. You know, I've filled in all the holes, and, you know, I got flood zones gone. I've dug viaducts and irrigation canals to keep, you know, water from puddling up in front of my home and under the home. It's a lot of fucking work. There's no doubt about it. But in the long run, man, you save yourself. You save yourself so much aggravation. You're not going to have any foundation issues if you allow that water to get around your fucking house and drain down into your neighbor's property. That's right, folks. That <laughs> Everything works via gravity. 
via gravity, all that fucking powerful energy of gravity. You know, it's something that we can't create. And that's the, it's a lot of fucking power, folks. How do I, can you tell it's high noon? Fuck yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> we don't need this, do we? What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Speaking of high noon, we got to bring this up, okay? The story just came out today. A propaganda editorial came out in New York today, okay? Now, I read this, and as soon as I read it, I went, oh, boy, here we go. You see, Kevin Sitt, he's been using his henchmen around Oklahoma to shut down dispensaries and family farms everywhere. Yeah, taking their money for all the licensing, and then they'll, they'll invent new flaming hoops for them to jump through, then show up with surprise checks. Oh, you're not doing it. Wait, we hardly even had time to comply. No, too late. You're shut down. That's what Stitt's doing. Stealing and robbing from American families and businesses right here in Oklahoma. And believe you me, the fucking news organizations around here will not cover it. Shh. You know why they're doing it? They're doing it because Steady Bridge's campaign contributors going, hey, fucker, this uh, marijuana shit is cutting into our pharmacy profits. You're fucking A right. And so just like the good boy, Steady Bridges is, he's going to run right out and he's going to fucking shut them motherfuckers down so we can get our dope money. You do your own fucking reading. You do your own investigating. Don't take my word for it, but I, I would beg you to open your goddamn eyes. How subservient are you going to continue to be to these folks? How blindly are you going to continue to go in there and show allegiance to a party before your own country? Well, this editorial came out in New York bashing dispensaries and marijuana, the legalization about how it's lowering the quality of life, and I'll guarantee you, it's only a matter of time before the pissant journalists around here want to keep their paychecks will be forced to put their name on this editorial or write something similar, bashing dispensaries and marijuana farms. They're saying up in New York that dispensaries are causing the quality of life to diminish. This is how propaganda works. They plant seeds. They just start forming the narrative of public opinion with little shit like this. Well, I hate to break it to you, Oklahoma, and unjournalists everywhere, but before that editorial comes down the pike to Oklahoma, I'll just let you know, long before marijuana was legalized in this state, Oklahoma's been at the fucking bottom of quality of life in America for fucking decades. You'd rather stick your own head up your ass, marginalize it, live in denial, forget about it, and tell it affects you, and then you act like a goddamn victim, shut your fucking holes. It just pisses me off because we just keep going over the same fucking recycled shit and people, they keep falling for the same stupid shit. The very people who warned you about death panels are the ones that are allowing you to die. They're the ones why you have to cut your pills in half or not take them at all and suffer and die. And then finally, Oklahoma gets an RX drug in here, Canadian drugs that come down from up north. So elderly folks could afford that those drugs. Finally, they could take their full dose of medicine as the doctor prescribed. Well, what did Jim Inhofe do? Oh, that medication is out of date and dangerous, and it'll kill these people. 
didn't kill a single solitary fucking person, but Jim Inhofe, like a good boy, he did exactly as he was fucking told. They got rid of RX drugs, and there's a lot of people that got suckered into going out and voting for Inhofe. It's the same fucking game over and over and over again. The will of the people will get a good foothold. And corporations throw a tantrum and the politicians immediately start writing legislation to attack its own constituents. Aren't you sick of it, folks? Aren't you just sick and fucking tired of it? Ha! Pure, clean cannabis crops. Out there producing and working all night while we sleep. Sun breaks and... We see the Griffin family farm. This family, the folks out there, they're out here every day working these fields, growing untainted, uncorrupted product. Makes spirits whole again. Hey, everybody, it's the Stan the Joke Man. Folks, Fireman's Cannabis. It's a family farm-to-pipe bud dispensary. I mean, from seed to sale, they're in charge. They oversee the quality control, and you know where your product is coming from. Rick Simpson Oil is made on site. That's right. You don't have to take their addictive dope anymore. Rick Simpson Oil made on site. Do yourself a favor, please. Go to leafly.com. I want you to look at FireMed's Cannabis entire menu and you decide for yourself. Know where your product is coming from, my friends. FireMed's Cannabis, Henrietta Stilwell. Right, welcome back to the Stand the Joke Man Show. We fucking defend our weed. We defend our fucking weed. <laughs> hey, hey, who better to defend weed than a former crackhead alcoholic? Yeah, I've got all the credentials, so don't even fuck with me, okay? Weed has kept me off all that other shit, including pills. You don't have to do any of it. So says the person who doesn't have the, um, well, the, um, the issues that I have. <laughs> My God, are we having issues on lakes around the country, hell around the world this year. Yeah, people are dying on area lakes. And it's all because they keep jumping off shit. Over the weekend, they pulled a uh, a guy out of Lake Powell in Utah, and I guess he had jumped off a 50-foot cliff. Wow. A 50-foot cliff. That's a big jump off a cliff, folks. Yeah, he hit the water. He never resurfaced. People have been dying because they've been jumping off the back of speeding boats, inner tubing, all that shit. You have to stop to think, folks, when you hit that fucking water going at a high rate of speed, you're going to break shit. That's only if you're going excessively fucking fast. That's when I see these guys, these fucking rooster tail speedboats, they have no fucking business pulling an inner tube with a kid on it. Because they'll open it up a little bit, try to be cute, and sling that kid off there. One of these days, even with the life vest on, you could break that kid's neck. Yeah, people are jumping off the back of boats, getting slung off inner tubes, sea dews, hitting the water wrong, necks are being broken, backs broken, and people are dying left and right this year. Because everybody wants to jump higher, everybody wants to be faster, everybody just wants to be special. Jumping off something tall don't make you special. No. That's right. 
Thank you, sir. It's one of them guys in fucking Manhattan that keep, it's like a trend up there. There's a cliff down there by uh, the dam, the spillway. You follow the lake. It's about a, uh, and I'm guessing, it's probably about a six meter jump. It's about 20 feet. Uh, And I'm guessing, like I say, 15 to 20 feet. That is tall enough. That's tall enough. Yeah. If you're not a professionally trained high diver, cliff diver, you don't have any fucking business jumping off anything taller than that. That's pretty tall. If you've ever been up on that rock cliff, yeah, you see how fucking tall it is. Now, you consider that. That's only about 20 feet. Times it by two and a half. In other words, add another cliff and then another half one. And you get up there and you make that jump. No. Because there's a real good fucking chance you're going to hit the bottom. And there's some nice friendly rocks down there that probably want to say hi to you. I wouldn't want that shit to be my story. Father who has been saving money forever, Stephen Termini. 57 years old of Buffalo, he had worked odd jobs for a year in order to secure a trip to his family's homeland, Ireland. He was one of the family he had never been, and he wanted to go. Apparently, he had saved enough money to go to Ireland but could only afford to stay in a shitty part of town. And some um, little asshole Irish boys around there who didn't have much and saw that he did decided to fuck his ass up pretty good. Um... They beat him so bad he's in the hospital. He's probably going to lose an eye. You know, one of his eye sockets is, like, gone. Hey, man, when you're on vacation, could I give you some advice, Stephen, next time you go on vacation? Why the fuck? Do you think? Hey, let me explain something to y'all motherfuckers. I've never been to Ireland But I promise you this, when we do vacation in Belfast, I won't be staying at the shittiest motel I could possibly find to save a buck or two. And my wife is the cheapest woman in the world. She ain't making the call on this one because I fucking know better. I will not be staying in a shitty part of town. In a rank-ass hotel. No way. Or lodge. Uh -uh, I'll sleep on a fucking boat if I have to. Yeah. That's how you stay alive over there. And I haven't even been there and I know better, you dumbasses. How is that possible? Call it instincts, being that my great-granddad walked those very shores before he swam across that strait and married my grandma. Came over here and hooked up with the Indians and made me. There you go. That means I will, I'll out-drink you, then I'll scalp you. That's right. <laughs> you got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. That's right. Get in touch with me at Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook anytime you like. Drop me a line. I'd love to answer it. By the way, I'm no psychiatrist or psychologist, but I've been blown to the head many, many times. And it kind of made me fucking stupid, but in a good way. Let's see if we got anything original here. Dear Stan, I have a crush on my pickleball partner, but she's married. Wait a minute. This has got sexual innuendo all over it. I played pickleball. What the fuck is pickleball? Oh, it's the one with the little paddles. It's like it's like a step above ping pong. I played pickleball with a nice group of people. Oh, yeah? You mind if I ask how that stacks up against the game of pickleball with shitty people? We play with our pickleballs with partners. I like this game. It sounds great. Pickleballs. Right, here's my pickle. Here's my balls. I get to play it. Partners normally split after each game. 
One day, however, a woman told me I was her favorite partner. Oh, yeah? Did you pickle slap her? Hmm? Or at the very least, you know, poke her eye out with your little gherkin? That day on, she played with me as often as possible. Oh, yeah? She's married, but I can't help having a crush on her. A feeling I'm pretty sure is not mutual and therefore not appropriate. Yet I think about her all the time. How can I get over this feeling? You can't. You can't. I can answer that without even reading your fucking letter. You have to deal with these things. It's called rejection. There's not a chance in hell so you admire from afar. Yeah. Can I give you some advice? You could do little things to sabotage the marriage, and then when they break up or if she looks like she's on a bad end and vulnerable, make your move then. That's when you make your move. Yeah. Tag that a few times and make sure it's worth, you know, killing a marriage over. I'm not, And I'm not saying it's the right way. I'm just saying it's my way. Thanks for writing in. Damn, I've been in a relationship for nearly 20 years. We're not married. Sure you are. For three-fourths of this relationship, I've been the one who pays for everything with my disability check. Every time I mention the bills or getting a job, I'm met with excuses. I want out, but he has a lot of stuff, and I mean a lot, and nowhere to go. I feel guilty. Don't. You have to weigh your pain, sister. What do you feel guilty for more? Not being honest and true to yourself and drawing a line? Standing up for yourself? Or kicking his ass out in the street? Which one is going to hurt you more? There's your answer. Thanks for writing in, dipshit. Dear Stan, I don't want to pay for my daughter's elaborate baby shower, so don't. My daughter and son-in-law are expecting their second child. Everyone is very happy for them. Termites have children. Who gives a fuck? The problem is the difference between her in-laws' beliefs and mine. What? I was brought up in a family in which parties and celebrations were held at home. The in-laws are substantially more well-to-do than we are, and they want to have parties elsewhere. Well, then let them fucking pay for it. Put them in charge. You're on a budget. That's nothing to hang your head about. Hey, I don't have the finances you find folks do. I don't have disposable income. I'm going to need some help on this. If you want this fucker elaborate and you want it your way, well, you're going to have to open your wallet a little bit. Yeah, that's how you handle that shit. God, is everybody just cowards anymore? Dear Stan, I have a dear friend of more than 30 years who had a bad habit of being extremely nosy. She says she's only nosy because she cares, but it drives me crazy. I'm astonished you put this on fucking paper. You're admitting to tolerating a nuisance for the past 30 fucking years without ever having saying anything. She says it shows she cares about a person. She asked about members of the family she's never met and why they made certain decisions. Yeah, well, that's none of her business. Just say, listen, I don't want to speak for anybody. It's not my place to say. It's none of my business and yours either, so let's not talk about it, okay? That's how you handle that shit. Let me come over and draw your fucking bath for you, too, pussy. Oh, thanks for writing in. Dear Stan, I'm a shareholder in a small firm. Well, whoop the fucking do What do you want, a medal? The other shareholders don't like me. <laughs> you clickish tribal motherfuckers, will you calm down? It's not due to performance or personality issues. It's because, what, are you black or gay? 
It's a clicky bunch, and I don't live in their city. I'll be retiring soon. There it is. I bet you're the oldest. Yeah, they don't like old people. That'd be you. The tradition is to uh, have a retirement dinner complete with speeches. Any speeches from them would be phony. As for me, a speech about the positives of being with the firm would be very, very, very short. I would prefer not to have a retirement dinner. What should I do? Fucking quit. Fucking quit. Start putting feelers out and resumes out, making phone calls, talking to friends. I used to drive a truck for a soda pop company. They had great benefits. That's why I drove for them. The pay wasn't that great, but the benefits were just killer. That's why I worked there. But I didn't let myself be shackled to that job because of the benefits. As a matter of fact, I threw the benefits away to go into business for myself. That's right. I sat there in the cab of my truck during a fucking snowstorm on the side of the goddamn road. And I made the conscious decision, drinking my coffee out of the thermos, that I was going to go ahead. Matter of fact, from the cab of the fucking truck right there, I called my loan officer at the bank. And I said, bank me some capital. I'm going into business for myself tomorrow. And you better believe I did. Yeah, I started a grocery distribution business out of Tulsa. I had the biggest piece of real estate in this. I'm not smart, folks. It's just a matter of having the balls to fail. If you've got the balls to fail, there's nothing stopping you. You can do any fucking thing you want. But sitting on your ass ain't going nowhere. You sure as fuck ain't going to go nowhere if you sit around tolerating things your whole life without saying a goddamn thing about it. Speak up! Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to wrap it up with the Stand the Joke Man Show. This is Product Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studio. We every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon. And folks, I'm seriously thinking about going ahead and taking the show to YouTube full-time, and I'm really thinking about going to video. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to lose a lot if I go that route, but I'll tell you, the show's really exploding. And thanks to you, I've had over 130,000 uploads just within the uh, past month. And I can't thank you enough. Thank you for tuning in. I want to say thank you to my sponsor, FireMeds Cannabis, for backing me, Russ and Clarella, and the whole gang out there. This Wednesday night, 8 p.m., bombing down in Poinsettia, Chapter 12. Girl with the Crazy Brother. That's right. It's all happening this Wednesday night at 8 p.m. The Girl with the Crazy Brother, Chapter 12. Down point study. The show itself will be back on Wednesday at high noon. Tell me, burn your shit songs. If you could read my mind, love, what a tale my thoughts would tell. Just like an old time movie about a ghost from a wishing well. In a castle dark or a fortress strong, chains upon my.
wishing well.